welcome to Are We There Yet? MarketScale's online video podcast series that highlights the most exciting projects, companies, and technologies in transportation today. My name is Grant Harrell, and as your host, I'll speak with the executives, entrepreneurs, and engineers behind today's most exciting transportation companies. And speaking of today, I'm especially excited to speak with Kinco. I'm here today on a beautiful uh, Dallas, Texas day at the 53rd floor of the Bank of America Tower, and very proud today to speak with Christy Montgomery, Vice President of Innovation, Research, and Development for Kinco. Kinko is the largest woman-owned third-party logistics company in the United States and provides integrated logistics solutions. Uh, very excited to meet with Christy to tell us a little bit more about Kinko and herself and some of the exciting technologies that she's managing within her role as a vice president with Kinko. So, Christy, thank you so much uh, for your time today and welcome to Are We There Yet? Thank you, Grant. I appreciate you having me on. Very much so. Well, I'm so excited to, to meet with you. I, I think that your organization is such a leader and uh, specific to cutting edge technologies. I know that you're involved in some amazing work and technology at Kinco, uh, but would love to learn a little bit more about the organization. Would you mind telling audience members a little bit more about Kinco and yourself? Sure. So Kinco, uh, as you mentioned, is a third party logistics solutions provider. Uh, we have distribution services, transportation services, material handling, uh, real estate, and also supply chain solutions, which en encompasses um, my group, Innovation, and also our consulting team and our solutioning team for, for our customers. We have a little over 100 facilities in North America. We are focused in North America and um, service the Fortune 500, um, serving their logistics needs across the country. So that's that's who we are. We are privately held. We are female owned and um, very proud of that. And, uh, you know, we, we can, we have a customer who says, you know, the thing I like about Kenco is that you guys are large enough to handle anything I throw at you, but you're small enough to really care about my business. And so that's really, that's who we are at the core of, of Kenco. Great. Great. Well, I think that says a lot. Well, we'd love to learn a little bit, uh, you know, more about your background and, and involvement in Kinko. I understand that you have over 30 years uh, in the industry and uh, have been with Kinko, as I understand, uh, over five years now. I believe I saw seven years, if I'm not mistaken, and are really a leader, you know, driving innovation and technology development of the organization. Could you tell us maybe a little bit more about yourself and your role at Kinko? Sure, Grant. Um, so I've been in the innovation role at Kenco for seven years, as you mentioned, but I've been with the company for over 30. Um, so my background is, is IT. Uh, that's what my graduate degree is in or, or my degree is in. And so, um, but transitioned into more of a forward thinking innovation role in 2015 with the company. Uh, and so, you know, still have a great relationship with those folks that I hired in IT and, and the, the new leader that's running that group. But really, we wanted to move into more of a, uh, how do we help our customers look at transformational change versus just um, making incremental improvements and keeping the lights on, so to speak. So yeah. uh, I was given this opportunity to move in and, and kind of start this new entity within the organization focused on that supply chain innovation. 
Very good. Very good. Well, how exciting. Well, I can imagine that, uh, that, that logistics is a very exciting field to work in today. There's just so many uh, technologies, and I think just the importance of, of logistics uh, is, is greater now than, than ever before. So I can imagine a, a very exciting role uh, within the organization. I appreciate you as well uh, sharing the client testimonial, and, and I'm a big believer. I think the client testimonials really are, are one of the best ways to really assess the success and uh, growth of, of an organization, and I know that your uh, clients are, are big fans uh, of your company and, and enjoy working with your organization and benefiting from all of the capabilities. Um, speaking a little bit to the client testimonials, I happened to just read recently now that uh, your organization has been recognized for over 10 years now, as I understand, as one of the leading 3 third-party logistics companies uh, in the world. And this is a, a recognition very relevant with an inbound logistics reader's choice excellence awards. And so first want to congratulate you on, on many years now of recognition really as a top 10 company in, in your space. I think if I recall correctly, I saw that just this past year uh, we're listed as, as number three and, and on the list uh, with, with major players such as DHL, FedEx and, and UPS, uh, for example. Can you please tell us a, a little bit more uh, why this recognition is, is relevant and, and important within your industry? Yeah, thanks, Grant. Absolutely. For us, this is one of the most important achievements every year. We, we have a number of awards, as you can imagine, and those can be found on our website. But this one is most meaningful because the inbound logistics is very strong with their structure around making sure that you can't vote for yourself. So our customers really and our vendors, the people that we deal with on a day-to-day -day basis are the ones that are going in and voting Kenco in that top 10. And so for us, it's very meaningful that our customers First of all, take that time. We're all busy in today's world, you know, but they stop and they take that time to go in and nominate Kenco as, as one of the top 10. And so we're just thrilled to have that recognition every year. Definitely, definitely. Well, again, congratulations on that. I know you're going to be in the list again uh, for this upcoming year. Uh, just such an amazing track record within the program. And I think as a third party, um, you know, uh, recognition uh, directly from the clients themselves, I think that really speaks to the great work that you're doing. Um, we talked a little bit about, about the technology innovation. And I think there's so many exciting things happening within your space now, but especially within your organization. I've just been so impressed over the past few weeks as I've learned more about the company and all of your technologies, just, you know, that, that you're truly at the cutting edge of, of transportation technology today and especially within your field. Um, I really enjoyed learning uh, a little bit more about um, what I understand the Kinco TMS uh, light system. And as I understand, that's an advanced transportation uh, management system. It, it really empowers uh, small to mid-sized shippers, for example, with, with everything they need, the technology, the resources, competitive rates, um, so that they can really manage their transportation networks uh, very efficiently, continue to drive their own uh, business success and, and are able to do this, as I understand, too, all through a, a single point of contact. So it's really bringing a lot of these capabilities and resources and technologies together. It, it really sounds like an amazing solution. Could you tell us a, a little bit more um, about this technology, about this solution, and, and how ultimately it is saving clients time and money? I think the, gr the great way you put it, Grant, is a solution. So um, while in my role, I spend a lot of time on the technology side of things, really what TMS Lite does is, is bring a, a one-stop shop to our customers. So if you're a small or medium business, maybe you don't have the wherewithal to have a, a really uh, giant TMS package system that's running your transportation. Maybe you don't have dedicated transportation management folks that have years of industry experience under their belt. Um, so what we've done is package 
kind of that resource of, of a group of people who have, you know, over 100 years plus of, of transportation experience, a tier one quality transportation management system, um, our own proprietary analytics solution and business intelligence solution for visibility, and then truly a dedicated account management team that, that is focused solely on that customer's business and really driving um, not only savings, but just understanding the customer's business from a perspective that, you know, if you just sub it out to any person, maybe they don't get it. And so they, they can tap into our carrier pool because we have a, a you know, a significant amount of revenue under, under roof for transportation management. So it's really just gives them that easy ability to, to onboard in less than 30 days um, to automate and digitize their workflows really to tap into that carrier network and then have the visibility to understand their transportation at a significant level, all in a, in kind of that one-stop um, solution set that, that we provide for them. That's incredible. Well, that, that that's an amazing solution. And I think, as you said, um, your organization really providing a, a one-stop shop, you know, bringing all those capabilities together uh, into one uh, is, is incredible. And, and, and I can see how your clients are saving time and money and just making that overall process uh, much easier to work within. So great solution uh, that you're that you've developed. Um, another uh, thing that I found really interesting um, and and uh, was really impressed with um, was was your partnership with Toyota Material Handling. And I know um, um, that they not too long ago recently announced a Kinco a Toyota Lift um, as a recipient of, of their annual President's Award. And I understand that within that award program, they recognize top uh, Toyota forklift dealers in North America. It recognizes dealers and organizations who really perform at the highest level in, in parts and service and equipment sales. So I understand you have a great partnership um, with, with that organization. Could you tell us a little bit more about the uh, relationship with Toyota material handling and, and why achieving this recognition as well uh, is important? This is one of the things that makes us very unique Grant, in this uh, third-party logistics space. So <clears throat> for over 40 years now, Kenco has been a Toyota material handling dealer um, in the Southeast. And so we, we have dealerships where we sell, service, and support Toyota material handling products. And uh, we, in fact, uh, just recently celebrated Toyota recognized us for our over 40 years of service with them. Um, but what they have internally is, is their own certification program with, with really high standards that dealerships have to meet um, to be part of this awards program. And so for us, really what this meant was validation of not only our own efforts to, to achieve that certification from Toyota, but we have our own operating system internally that drives the, the culture and all of the different guiding principles behind our organization. And it marries very well with what Toyota does with the, with their certification program. And so it, it's just a validation for us of we are best in class when it comes to customer service in this partnership in the material handling space. And again, like I said, most logistics companies, certainly they provide transportation and distribution, but this material handling sales service support, that's a very unique offering in our space okay. um, as part of a 3PL. So we're very, we're very proud of it and, and the longevity of it and just that ability to, to offer another set of services to our customers again to get to that one-stop shop. That's Absolutely. Our goal. Absolutely. Well, you're achieving the goal, and, and that's an incredible 40-year partnership with the organization. Uh, that, that's amazing. Um, would love to to jump a little bit uh, now into some of the technologies uh, that, that really intrigued me 
um, uh, about your organization and, and the partnerships, as you just shared with Toyota Material Handling, and have so many uh, partnerships that, that I know uh, are a big part of, uh, of your success as well. Uh, one of these partnerships, as I understand, uh, is with a, a really exciting organization, Phantom Auto. And I understand that, um, that Phantom Auto uh, is involved in the space of deploying remotely operated forklifts. Um, you have a longstanding partnership with them and um, as, a, as a 3PL provider, uh, very proud to be deploying, as I understand, Phantom Auto's remotely operated forklift solutions uh, within your own operations. And I think to many audience uh, members, the idea of a, of a remotely operated forklift in and of itself is pretty incredible. Would love to learn a little bit more about your partnership with Phantom Auto. And uh, if you could tell us maybe a little bit of uh, uh, an introduction and, and background uh, into their vehicles and how you're using those within your operations. So Phantom was uh, introduced to us <laughs> as a lot of the, the vendors that I work with through a, a startup acceleration program and, and really just having our pulse on the finger of the market and, and what's happening in, in the new emerging technology space. And so uh, came across Phantom, had our initial conversations with them and, and was really excited about not just the technology that they were deploying, but how it ties into our mission as an organization and our guiding principles. And, and I'll talk a little bit about that in a minute. But um, we really sort of dug in and said, listen, we want to be one of the first to partner with you guys and help you develop this technology so that it best suits, you know, the 3PL space. Um, and so, uh, you know, we, we started that partnership a, a little over a year ago, had some publication in the Wall Street Journal and Forbes around that. Um, and, and today you have the ability to drive one of their um, unmanned pallet jacks in, the, in their facility in California from out my facility in Chattanooga, Tennessee, which is really cool. Um, but, but I'll tell you, you know, for us, Kenco has always been very people focused, whether it's our customers or it's our own internal associates. And so when Phantom told me in our initial phases of, of introduction that they were partnered with Wounded Warriors, and that was one of their key market segments for allowing people who cannot physically drive a lift truck to have that capability to drive a lift truck in, in a warehouse somewhere was just an incredible mission statement to me. And so, and really, you know, we, we at Kenco have three guiding principles, be honest, serve, and get better. And so the, the, the two pieces of service and getting better really tied in well with what Phantom is doing. And so we're very excited to partner with them. We're looking forward to testing some of their um, sit down and stand up lift trucks that, that are outfitted more than just the, the powered pallet jacks so, uh, or pallet trucks. We're, we're really excited about that coming in the fall of this year and then being able to deploy the full blown sit down, stand up lift trucks. Yes, yes, that's incredible. It sounds like a great partnership and really uh, align with one another in terms of uh, your your mission and and what's important to each organization. So congratulations on that partnership and and just fascinating, uh, you know, to me and I'm sure many audience members uh, the idea of remotely uh, operated vehicles used within operations uh, is is just incredible. And so um, really really interesting to to hear more about that. Um, you touched on on culture and just how important that is to your organization. And 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 I can share that um, since. Since meeting you and, and learning more about the organization, I've just been so impressed um, with, with what I know is, is really a guiding principle of your organization. It's the people um, that you work with, both internally and externally, and, and just maintaining such a, a positive, uh, optimistic 
um, culture uh, where I know every individual that's part of the organization is, is excited to be there and, and enjoys uh, the work that they do. Could you, could you speak to that a little bit more and, and tell us uh, a little bit more about the culture uh, with the organization and, and why that's uh, such, such an important piece of what you do? Well, I think our one of our co-founders, uh, who's no longer with us, but but um, from 70 years ago, set the tone when he said that at Kenco, it's the associate on the floor that is the most important person. And so in the organization, and I think, you know, that has driven everything that we've done, uh, just that simple statement, that we're so focused on that person who's delivering on behalf of our customer, uh, that that is what what drives everything that we do. We want, we want to have, you know, customers that are really excited about doing business with us. We want to partner with customers who are like cultures with us um, and vendors the same way. You heard me talk about Phantom Auto. We're, we're always looking to, to find the right fit culturally. And, and I think that drives a different level of just, you know, engaged employees, employees who are happy to get up and come to work every day. Um, you know, our industry, as you well know, Grant, is not always the most interesting and sexy industry to be moving boxes around or driving, you know, product from one point in the country to another. Um, but, but when you can do that in an organization where they care about you and where they have, you know, initiatives around things like veterans in the workforce and um, diversity, equity, inclusion, and women in the workforce and all of these different entities that, that um, you know, bring people in and bring them together and help them see diverse perspectives and, and give their give them a voice. So our innovation lab is a classic example of that. We have a tool at, in our lab that allows any employee at Kenco at any time to enter an idea in that our innovation lab is going to take and try to figure out how do we run with that idea. We have employee suggestion boards in every one of our facilities because we care about what our people say. And it's not just a check the box. On those suggestion boards, you will see movement from you made a suggestion. Here's who it's been assigned to. Now here's what we're doing in the process. Here's how we solve that suggestion. And here's how many have moved into closed status. So they're seeing progress along the way of what they select, you know, that they want done. So I think just for us, huge focus for the company. And I think it drives a different level of customer service. The reason why our customers have voted us, voted us in the top 10 in inbound logistics is because we have employees that are dedicated to serving them. Definitely, definitely. That's exciting. And, and I know it's something that there's some great benefits in terms of employee retention and attracting candidates to the organization. But I, I'm sure that many of those suggestions have, uh, have have contributed, you know, towards the organization's success. And so kudos to you and the organization, you know, for really taking those considerations, those those suggestions uh, to heart and, uh, and and moving forward, running with it to uh, to develop, you know, new exciting programs for the organization. So that's great to hear and, 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 and definitely very much realize that I'm, I'm sure that's a big part of your success. Success. Um, talking a little bit more about you know some of the initiatives um, that, that are really important to the organization at, a, at an overall level. I understand that uh, sustainability um, is another area that's, that's very important uh, to the organization. I know that you have a partnership uh, with a, an industry leading or organization, Oatly, for example, a sustainable foods company. And so I know that through partnerships and through your work, that sustainability continues to be really important. Would you mind touching on that a little bit and tell us uh, why sustainability truly is uh, um, uh, an area that's really important? to you and the company? Well, I think, again, it goes back to the people aspect, right? So yep. what, what we're seeing in the industry is very much a shift in consumer mindset to a purpose-driven logistics organization. Right? They want to do 
business with companies who who are sustainable, who have a purpose, who have a mission around serving their community as well as being green and, and doing the right things. And so Oatly is a customer of ours. And, um, <clears throat> you know, it was interesting when I, when I had a conversation with them about putting in an, an autonomous sweeper scrubber, which is a robotic sweeper scrubber in their, in their warehouse. Um, you know, the conversation kind of turned to, you know, we think it's a, we love the idea. We think it's a great idea. And we started working through the numbers and looking at the ROI and it was, you know, it was a good, a little more than break even, but it, but it was not mm-hmm. huge, significant savings. Right. But, yeah. but their, their approach to that was really, you know what, if it saves a person from having to do a really, you know, not attractive job cleaning yeah. the floors in a warehouse, we're okay with that. Because wow. we feel like we, we want to be, again, the cultural fit of we want to be about making people's lives better. And so I think for us, we've, we've built our own carbon footprint calculator that we help our customers then go in and look at their warehouses and their transportation operations. Even our TMSs, uh, we have two different transportation management primary systems, and both of those are geared toward you know, tracking that carbon footprint of what our customers are doing as they move their product. And then, you know, we have a tool that helps us optimize the transportation network and optimize the distribution network. And some of that optimization is around what's your carbon footprint? How are you, how much are you traveling? What's your fuel short, your savings from a fuel perspective? So we have a lot of focus in that area. And I think customers have higher expectations in the last five years, um, around doing business with a company that has a sustainability effort. Definitely, definitely. So I'd, I'd like to, to talk a little bit more um, you know, about the people. And I think that that's probably a, a trend uh, from our conversation today. I think that the sustainability, ultimately, that does really um, kind of relate back to the people and uh, you know, making for easier, more efficient working environments uh, for the employees of, of, of you and, and for your partners and for, for clients and, uh, and customers of yours that, that want to work with sustainable companies. So I think you know, very much uh, a lot of what we're talking about really can you know, come back to, to the people and how much you do value those individuals and, and how, how culture, you know, really is, is such an important foundation of the organization. Speaking of that a little bit more, um, an area that I'm, I'm really fascinated uh, about today is, is, is gamification. And specifically um, for audience members that aren't so familiar with this, you know, this is the process of adding games or kind of game-like elements uh, to tasks um, within organizations, uh, really within the goal of, of increasing, encouraging uh, participation. Um, it's, it's really grown in popularity. And, and really the term was kind of first introduced in 2002. And, and I understand that just this past year, um, the, the gamification market has uh, exceeded about $10 billion. And so it's really a, a growing uh, topic and trend in many of the industry leading organizations today. Um, I understand too that, that you're integrating some, some aspects of it within your operations. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? We are. So we, uh, we have a gamification platform in our transportation division around our brokerage group and really uh-huh. just driving um, more efficiency, driving, you know, um, better cost savings for our customers in that organization. But also within our um, warehouse operations, we have gamification around labor management and really just um, tracking, not not tracking an employee and what they do from an aspect of a of discipline, but more here's the, here's what we've observed could be the standard for this particular task and how are you good doing against that standard? And what we find, honestly, and, and gamification, you know, the theory behind it very much we're proving it out, um, 
you know, it, it's as much about I, I maybe I want to beat Grant, but I, but I also want to do better for me. I want to see myself continue to grow. And, and when you put gamification into an, an aspect and an employee can track their and trend their own performance over a period of time and have visibility to that, they're continually improving. And, and, you know, that that get better aspect of Kenko's uh, culture is, is all about continuous improvement. Um, and, and we want to do that on all levels. And so a lot of our uh, mobile apps that our employees use in their day to day work um, have bad systems and gamification around helping people do more and better, uh, which is what we want. Uh, but there is a there is very much a competitive aspect to it, too. I, I do want it better than Grant's doing today. So I want to see my name at the top of the list, right, versus somebody else. But I, I tell you what, one of the things we're, we're probably most excited about is, is taking that to a different level and, and driving more team gamification. So um, if we put a group of people on a team and you have a very tenured, um, high-performing individual and you have somebody who's new in the organization um, and, and they're lagging a bit behind, instead of having to get a supervisor involved to coach that person up and help them get there, you know, that high-performing team member is going to coach them up because they want their team to win. And so you now start bringing an aspect of camaraderie and engagement at the employee level. So you don't have to have a supervisor, you know, finger on the forehead kind of thing. It's very much, I'm going to help you along because I, we all want to win. And so I think that's brought a different level of employee engagement to this process, just the whole gamification concept. So Definitely, definitely. I love it. And I love the focus, too, on kind of the, the team component of it. And, and I think that's how you'll really um, achieve a lot of the success within those types of programs. So so very well said uh, and, and excited to hear that you're already starting to see some of the positive results from it. So so that's awesome. You know, I, I know that that within your role, uh, very much a large part of your focus is innovation. And I think that you've already touched on just some of the, the really exciting innovations and technologies uh, that you and your partners uh, have integrated uh, into your operations. Um, would love to learn a little bit more that, you know, some of the reasoning behind why, why innovation is, is so important, uh, maybe within your industry, but especially uh, within your own um, organization and uh, maybe some of the, the, the newer innovations or technologies that, that you're especially excited about. I think, it, you know, um, the quotes out there, and, and I don't remember who said it, but if you're not innovating, you're, you're dying, right? So I think any organization, you know, should be innovating, but, but particularly in our space, in the supply chain, logistics, transportation space, uh, labor is becoming a premium. It's very difficult to find enough employees to want to work. Um, and, and I don't mean that in a negative way, but they're going into other fields or going into other uh, career paths. And so there's, there's a, a statistic out there that says in the next five years, you know, we could be short as much as 4 million employees in this industry. And so um, for those of us who are looking out ahead and saying, gosh, we got to get ahead of that, innovation is the only way you're going to do that. Um, we, we have to start thinking differently. We have to start um, moving ourselves to a different level of transformation to get us above and beyond the labor shortage. And then the other thing that we're seeing as a result of the pandemic, to some extent, is, you know, a shortage in space of just warehouse space. And, and um, so, you know, and, and trouble at the ports, you've seen it, you know, getting products in from China, having employees there to work to, to bring that product into the country. So there's just a lot of um, market headwinds, I'd say, right now that we're facing as an industry as a whole. And so it's driving an innovative mindset. But I think 
you know, for Kenco, uh, as we formed this group seven years ago, we were hearing that voice of the customer already. Like, look, guys, we really want our third-party logistics providers to be looking out ahead of what's coming down the pike. What, what's what's the market doing three, five, ten years from now? And how should we be preparing for that? Um and, and most of our customers, if you think about it, Fortune 500 customers, their innovation is focused around their product and what they're delivering to the market. They don't, they don't have the resources internally to focus on how do we innovate our supply chain. So that's why they come to us for that. And so I think we had some foresight in, in saying we are going to form this group and, and focus solely on innovation within our customers, you know, supply chain. And so that's really how we bring that contribution to bear for our customers. And we've, we've uh, identified over, you know, $50 million in savings for our customers so far in this seven-year period of time. And, and so, um, yeah, we, we believe in real solutions and real results, not a lot of ideas and cool buzzwords and cool technology. I love the cool technologies. Don't get me wrong. So a few of those that we're that we're working on. I mean, Phantom's probably the, the one thing we're most excited about right now. But we certainly are working in the field of um, autonomous drones for inventory control. Uh, we we have some uh, augmented reality vision picking to help our employees um, have better accuracy around what they're picking and, and move quicker. Uh, we're, we're doing some things, obviously, with autonomous, fully autonomous lift trucks and, and pallet trucks, things like that. Uh, we are excited about, we haven't started testing yet, but excited about fully autonomous like yard spotter tractor trailers. So our transportation group is excited about, could that eventually become autonomous over the road? Um, electric vehicles in the transportation space is another thing we're certainly looking at both from a sustainability perspective and, and just fuel consumption, as well as, um, you know, how, to, how do we help our, you know, our drivers and, and autonomous, be, be more autonomous because the autonomous vehicles are likely going to be electric. Um, so those are a few things, industrial IoT and just how, we, what can we do with that? A lot of uh, safety innovations focused around, again, keeping our people you know, in the same shape they came to work in or better. We don't want them going home hurt. So uh, IoT devices that help them recognize when they're when they're uh, moving improperly, potentially damaging their back or their neck. So just giving them visibility again. Uh, so a lot of just really exciting new technologies on the horizon. Very exciting. Yeah, you, you really are. Christy, you and your organization are, are, are at the cutting edge. Uh, augmented reality, autonomous technologies, uh, EV technologies, drone technologies, as you mentioned, rem remotely uh, controlled vehicle technologies. So it, it, it's amazing. I think you've just gone through a list of what I think are, are some of the most exciting technologies uh, in the world uh, today. And to be uh, you know demonstrating some of the advantages of integrating those technologies within your field is, is really exciting. Um, I think you may have, have answered the, the question already, but but I'm curious, um, you know, to what your response uh, might be. You know, when we talk a little bit about integrating all of these different technologies, at the end of the day, it, it really is about the results. And I think you and I both share a, a love for cutting edge technologies and cool applications, but I think both of us recognize, as you shared uh, as well, at the end of the day, you've got to see value. There's got to be time. There's got to be savings um, benefits to integrating some of these technologies. And so my question kind of fitting within the, the theme of the are we there yet series is is just 
just that. And so through integration of some of these cutting edge technologies, are you starting to see, you know, real cost savings, real time savings? And uh, I know you shared a few statistics, you know, for some of the, the savings already that you've achieved within a, a seven year period for your clients. But, uh, you know, I'm curious to what your response might be, you know, significant cost, significant time savings from integrating uh, these technologies within uh, third party logistics. So are we there yet? Are we starting to see those results? That's a great question. Yes, we are starting to see results. Are we all the way there yet? I think we have room to go. But, uh, you know, even even our most recent robotics implementation, um, and this is automated mobile robots that we implemented, uh, we went from, a you know, about a 40, uh, 40 units per hour pick rate um, to putting those robots in and, and jumped up to about 150. And I didn't replace people with the robots. The people are still there. They're doing the picking. But what the robots are doing is that manual travel from, from point A to point B. So my picker can stay in his lane and do exactly what he's meant to do um, or she uh, and, and be most efficient doing what they do while the robot offloads all of that non-value added walking back and forth from pack out to, to product storage. So I think, yes, we are there yet in that sense. I think where we have room and opportunity to grow is really around the interoperability of all these different solutions that are out there. So uh, a lot of automation and robotic technologies are very, what I like to call unitaskers. They do one thing and do it really well. Uh, we need things that do lots of things really well from, from a capital expenditure perspective and an ROI perspective. So I think, but the, the industry has grown you know, just astronomically exponentially in the last two years with the pandemic. And I think that will continue. So are we completely there yet? Maybe not, but we certainly are much closer than we were even two years ago. Very good. Very good. And those are some real results. That's really exciting. Very, very impressive uh, to, to learn about. Um, I can only imagine that that as a result of today's podcast, there's going to be a lot of individuals and organizations that are going to be reaching out to your company, um, excited about maybe exploring opportunities to work together. Um, today's uh, podcast interview uh, will be featured at marketscale.com. Uh, really today's premier business to business video and media platform uh, will be featured as well on uh, Apple Podcast and Spotify. And so I, I know as a result of today's interview, there's, there's going to be a lot of outreach and a lot of individuals and companies that are going to be excited to, to learn more about working for your organization, partnering with your organization, um, you know, establishing a partnership with you as, as their 3PL provider. So um, I, I, I hope that uh, the, the team is ready to, to handle some of this outreach because I know I've, I'm just so intrigued, um, you know, by your organization, the technologies, the capabilities and the wonderful work that you've done. So if you don't mind sharing with audience members, how can they best learn more about the company and, and what would you suggest uh, as far as reaching out and exploring opportunities to work with you? Sure. So uh, obviously we're on the web at kencogroup.com. Uh, we also have a LinkedIn presence and uh, a Twitter feed. So you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, find us on LinkedIn. Uh, me personally, I'm on LinkedIn as well. And uh, you're welcome to reach out to me there. And we're always excited to find new partners and gain new customers and, and always looking for good people to come and join the organization. So um, this is this has been great. We're excited. Great, great. Very good. Very good. Well, I, I know I am. I know we are. And and, and just want to thank you so much uh, for your time today. It, it really has been a lot of fun for me just, just to learn about what's uh, at the cutting edge of, of technology within your field. I'm just so impressed uh, with you and the organization and um, the many achievements uh, and, and, and recognition that you've received. I, I know that's all very well 
well-deserved and really as a result of, of you and, and the entire team's hard work. So, uh, Chrissy, I'd just like to thank you so much uh, for your time today and for introducing uh, us all uh, to some of these exciting uh, technologies and to your organization. And I just want you to know, really appreciate your time and I wish you and the company uh, the best of luck and continued success. Thank you, Grant. It's been great to do this and we appreciate Mark, Market Scale, you know, featuring Kenco here. So thanks and uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you. I do too. Thank you.